0: Brad and Jack show presents Monday morning papers.
1: Um uh, welcome to Monday Morning Papers. I'm Casey, uh normally joined by uh Conrad. Um but I got to work this morning and uh Conrad said uh you wanna do uh Paper Boys Alone? Uh find a guest host. Uh here's the keys to the plane. Um I uh took the keys to the plane and uh I called a friend um who is this friend i called well i'm trying to have it ready and i didn't have it ready um i called skin man um i had a little bit planned there but uh soundboard's not working out with me best uh as i could uh so skin man graciously obliged um a text at work today said uh i said what are you doing tonight you want to co-host uh monday papers he said what time and that's what I love about Skin Man. Straight to the point and, uh, ready to, uh, make you smile, make you laugh. Uh, we were sitting here getting ready, uh, setting up. I was finding sounds. He was finding stories. Uh, and I think we got a couple things. I only uh, found nine. Only found nine. So I think he's got some stories for you. How you doing, Skin Man? Good, good. What, uh, did you work today? No. No work today, huh? How come
0: uh too much ice, and uh my boss's give a shit was broken
1: okay, that makes sense uh because forklifts do not do well on ice from what I've heard um, the indoor ones would still need working on. I would find that's true um, but you didn't work on those
0: no we have uh we have a transmission that needs to be pulled out of a forklift in the shop okay and no
1: slow work right now that's kind of where we are i seriously thought about i've already taken thursday and friday off um i thought about calling in this morning and saying do you really even want me there i'm gonna be annoying i'm gonna be on my phone all day i'm gonna be whining about just whatever i'll be stretching i'm gonna be talking about running and all kinds of things just to annoy conrad uh do you really want me there
0: how was this different than last week
1: that's true last week the phone rang in between so it got broken up like i can't i could i'm pretty good at it like i will talk to conrad while he's on the phone with the customer trying to look at parts and i'm pissed off at him because i'm still trying to tell him the story and he interrupted by answering the phone to help the customer um i'll even be i'm so gracious like we'll be in one and i'll answer the phone and i'll be like kansas or sorry uh pablo's motors uh and put (laughs) whatever, and uh, put them on hold and then go right back to telling him my story. Uh, I think at this point they pretty much know um that we do the show. We've mentioned about everybody in the building by their name on accident about ten times. So if any of them listen back to the show, uh, me and Conrad wouldn't have jobs. So uh, do think they'd
0: thank you for it?
1: Some of the stuff, I think a lot of people in the building would thank us for or thank Think, thank us. They would thank us. They wouldn't thank us. They would thank us for, uh, yeah, bringing some of the stuff to light. Like we've discussed a guy in the building that eats constantly at work. Uh, we've discussed, um, just, you know, anger people, you know, all the things that should be discussed that I think everybody's discussing in their little corners, right. but there's not a platform for it. We're that platform. Okay. We're not. Uh, what is this a platform for? Well, this is, we call it Monday morning papers usually it's me and conrad are the paper boys today me and skin man are the paper boys what do we do we scour the internet looking for great stories it all started out me and conrad sitting at work and i always scroll msn he scrolls all kinds of places looking for stories but i think it kind of started out kind of as a joke toward me um what is MSN? MSN is a scrolling banner. It's a homepage for a lot of people, especially if you're like me and you go there enough. You open it up, it's your homepage. You can search a lot from it. They use a Bing search engine, which is just great. They're not letting Google step in on their territory. These motherfuckers are banging it. Um so they're fake news. They're real news. It's all fake news, I guess. It depends uh it depends what it is to you anymore. That's a great debate to have. Um and I think that's where Right now, me and Conrad step in. You know, you've got your Fox, you've got your MSN, you got your CNN. They've all got an agenda. They've all got an audience to please. Our audience likes what we like. We control our audience kind of like, oh, like some of the great controllers of all time, like that guy that did Waco, uh, the guy that uh, had them all drink the Kool-Aid. Um, the Are you one fucking
0: David Koresh.
1: Yeah, I got David Koresh in there. Uh, we do it like I mean, all the great Colts. That's what I would like our listeners to be more like. Okay, maybe not. Um. So we, MSN's got the scrolling banner. Okay, scrolls across. If you open up your MSN because you're into grilling or barbecuing and all this, yours is going to be completely different. I'm into. You know, sports and cars and anything I've searched, it's smart and it knows all about. So it's up there. So we go there. We bring you stories. Um, Normally, it's Conrad doing, I guess, the show hosting, and I'm looking up stories and bringing him. But instead, today, Skin Man's going to be my newsman. He's got some stories he's looked up for us. Um, Periodically, I'm going to go to him, and we're going to have some stuff ready. Um, I did want to, uh, I guess start out by saying, uh, welcome. It's, uh, November 12th, 2018, the day of the veteran. Year of the dog. And the year of the dog on the Chinese calendar, skin man tells me. Um, in serious news, uh, I do want to, I don't know if you don't, I don't think you really call it a shout out because it's not cool. I hopes, prayers, thoughts with everybody dealing with the California fire stuff. Um all the people that are in the way and can't get out of the way or haven't had the the time or the means, didn't know it was gonna shift their way, I feel extremely bad for. There I think there's some people that probably had the time and the means, didn't get out of the way and are kind of got in trouble then. Um I still feel bad for them because it's kind of like I'm gonna be when a tornado comes through here. I know it's coming, I have a place to be. I'm probably not I'm going to watch it go by and I'm going to get it trapped by something hit with something and I will want somebody to save me still
0: on top of the roof that's the best vantage point to see the tornado Well yeah but
1: what I do is I pack those eggs in real tight when the tornado's coming cuz it helps like so far we haven't lost our roof yet Right So I'm thinking that that egg packing has really helped protect my house Yeah So it's there was like
0: a... uh, it's like tires without the rims on a trailer house
1: Yes exactly yeah. um so I did have one thing that really really kind of pissed me off. Um so it was a story about um and I'm not great with names and I should have the story up but I don't, but it was a uh, Dr. Fraser Crane's ex-wife um on Twitter there was a story and this is a real life, not the ex-wife on the show, not Judith or whatever her name was. Um but his real wife um tweeted out um California Fire Department was able to rescue her and some prized possessions and two of her extremely valuable ferraris um prayers thoughts and prayers are with um Mrs. Grammar there we go Kelsey Grammer, and family and i just said are you fucking serious like one that's cool they saved the cars cuz they're probably collectors items and really they should have but the fact that we're in the same story that they said some priceless items to Ferraris thoughts and prayers are with her family for losing her umpteen million dollar mansion and then kind of seeing, you know, and they're people too. And I know they're losing shit too. Um, you know, like Gerard Butler, he, his was kind of cool, I guess, but posted a video of him in the wreckage of where his house had been burnt down. Um, he was kind of, you know, basically said, Hey, I've got the means to recover. There's a lot of people, may not maybe a long time because it's not like the day your house burns down they bring you a check for what your worth is and in my case if it were to happen to me the check that they would bring me would go straight to the people that i owe all the money to and i would be left with the 17 dollars that everything i have after being paid off is worth um so i think there's going to be a lot of people in that situation and i know they have help set up for them but through monday papers um We're starting to fund. um, Okay, I can't lie. It was just going to go to help fund us. Um, Give to your local Red Crosses and charities that do support um, those causes. Um, I I think I would give like 10% of it, but I think just like a lot of good charity schemes, I'd probably take a little off the top that would benefit us as well so we could go further benefit others. So to keep, you know, like Red Cross has to have money to pay for, their employees and, and, and their time and stuff so they can keep helping other people. For us to keep functioning, we also have to have money. You get where I'm saying?
0: Oh, absolutely. Okay. And there's uh, there's a lot of things that did get burned up, but they're they're al- still alive to complain about it. I'm a silver lining kind of guy. And there's an awful lot of uh, sex toy collections that have been burned up in said fire. Oh, uh, so yeah. Just go to the Conrad and Jack Show website and then go up to the Adam and Eve box uh-huh. and then click on that or uh, Amazon. Yep. Because Amazon, you know, they're all about family.
1: Well, and also while you're on that, if you're dealing with all this stuff and you're getting your sex toys to replace the burn up ones and say you're buying your fridge and your stuff through Amazon, even if it's just your, you know, you're getting a trailer set up for now just to get by. You need a TV. You need stuff. Buy that through there. But you need some CBDs also to help you chill out and calm down and deal with the situation a little better. Also, right there in the website.
0: So just relax, man.
1: Um, in other news, so we do wish the best to everybody in California doing with that. I don't think you came here for that. I think everybody knows that's going on. Uh, one more serious thing. Um, if you're a, oh, a comic book guy or a movie guy or a, action hero guy or whatever i think stan lee is kind of part of your life part of your situation i'm not the comic book nerd but i did grow up with a lot of comics and i did grow up um obviously knowing who stan lee is he uses he's in a lot of great camos in his own movies Um he's on uh, big bang theory and some other shows um so godspeed and all of that to stan lee I'm guessing he's just good enough, dude. He's probably going up. I won't see him down. Uh, we may be able to call, um, next Monday papers when Conrad's back and get a hold of Tony Robbins and, uh, see if he can tell us up or down. You know, can we talk to him and then kind of, kind of go from there? Um, that won't be a Conrad and Jack thing. That will be a Monday papers exclusive. Um, Stan Lee is only this show. So what we're going to do is go to our first story. Um, skin man brought us uh, a couple stories up um i told him to have find something surprise me um and this is kind of what it felt like one when conrad gave me the reins and two when i gave uh uh skin man the reins flight 022 turn right at 180 and maintain at 3000 flight er two miles northeast turn left and- Maintain at 4,800 to establish an approach. Flight 24-7, um, come in. Uh, I see you veering slightly to the left on the screen and just a whole bunch of bleeps. Um, are you veering left and up there? Are you just appearing to yourself as a bunch of bleeps? Uh,
0: negative, Tower 420. Uh, I'm, we are We are heading... At a 27 degree to the right. Okay. That would be starboard.
1: Um, I need you to down rudder, um, 74 degrees. Um, so I think if you combine that, we, you get 98 degrees. Um, and I need you to come in hot, um, uh, because right now you're definitely below freezing at 27 degrees. And I think at 98, you'll come in at a much better landing uh, degree temperature
0: ah negative 420 we are going to uh, go ahead and kick her on up to about 8,000 feet remain at uh, 27 degrees starboard but we will come in hot
1: okay so that's kind of what it felt like would be when Conrad said, hey, take over the show, that's what I wanted to have ready earlier, so I had to get it in. Um, that's what it felt like when Conrad said, take over the show. Um, here's the keys to the plane. Fly it. Um, and then when I took my part and handed that to my main man, Skin Man, that's what I felt like. And he's going to bring you his first story. What do you got for me, Skin Man?
0: Thought out iguanas attack a Florida man trying to eat them. Crash a car. If you live in a place that ever gets cold, you've probably only seen iguanas at the zoo or in someone's apartment during a very disastrous first date. However, if you live in southern Florida, they're just everywhere. On the street, in the trees, even on your plate. In parts of Central and South America, these little monsters are considered yummy delicacies. Known as the chicken of the trees. But unlike other food you can pick up from a tree, including chicken, these fellas can mess you up. In the winter of 2017-2018, saw unusually cold weather in typically warm places. One of these was Florida, where temperatures dropped to under 40 degrees. Bad news for the iguanas, which, any, which like any cold-blooded reptile, become cold-stunned at such low temperatures during the cold snap paralyzed iguanas would simply fall out of the trees landing on roads walkways and even in backyards
1: holy shit jim what was that something just fell out of that tree i was another iguana it was another iguana that would hit me in the head this time we'll pick it up and throw it in the box we'll cook them later grandma's coming over papa's coming we're gonna have dinner for everyone
0: it's coming right at us pull However, from the perspective of some Floridians, it was suddenly raining delicious frozen treats from the sky. Frozen, not dead. Of course, Florida being Florida, one local was dumb enough to start scooping up these stunned iguanas and pile them into his car for later. However, seeing as it was so gosh darn cold outside, of course he put the heater on nuclear. As he was cruising for lizard, consequently thawing out dozens of iguanas as he was driving.
1: Oh shit. Oh, I think they're still alive. Yep. They're still alive. I just got bit by, up there's another one. Yep. They're all alive. Um, yeah, I made a mistake, guys. Uh, definitely guys, the frozen, the frozen treats falling from the trees are actually not dead. They are just paralyzed iguanas. I got bit 73 times. I picked up 74. They so,
2: weren't moving earlier. Now they are.
1: Yeah, they were apparently just paralyzed. Um. So, go ahead. Needless to say, it's difficult
0: to drive a car full of pissed off reptiles. So he ended up crashing. They didn't eat him, though, making them the bigger iguanas. Ah, uh,
1: And that's a life lesson for today. You know, just because the big man wants to eat you, when you get your chance, bite him once or twice. And get the fuck out of the car. You know, you don't have to eat them. I like it. That was a good story. That's, um, I took a chance. I took a swing and you did not let me down. Right. That's a good one. I wish I had more sounds and stuff set up because that would be a great one, uh, for a call. Um, you had a couple more for us. What else did you have? Give me something else. Next story
0: swiss toilets overflowed with a hundred thousand dollars in cash
1: Ah, flush again please
0: blocking somebody's toilet is one of those faux pas you'll never live down it's kind of a shame that it makes you move to a new state and assume a new name one that isn't poop monster dave but in switzerland Someone found a way to clog their can in the classiest way possible by literally flushing money down the toilet. When an employee at the USB bank in Geneva went on their bathroom break, they encountered a very pleasant surprise. Words that have never been before said in a public bathroom stall. First at the USB bank and then three nearby restaurants. Hundreds of $500 euro bills were clogging the pipes and rising back up out of the toilets.
1: Uh, Stan, I was just in the bathroom trying to take a dookie. um, That's none of my business, Sharon. I I get that. But Stan, there is uh, a 37,000 euro in my toilet that I have now accidentally shat on top of. Uh, oh,
0: I get it. Nobody expects April Fools in November.
1: I get it, Stan. But there, here's here's the reason why I came back out to you. I'm willing to split this thirty-seven thousand euro. If you're willing to dig it out of that toilet,
0: sounds like a shitty deal, Sharon.
1: Um, how how about this? It, it is I. It is my money. I've, I I found it, and plus I've traditionally marked on it in the euro way by shitting on it. You know, that's how it goes. Um, but you know, my mom's not European, okay? And the. How about we
0: just start calling you shitty deal, Sharon? Because this sounds like a shitty deal.
1: Stan, listen, I know what you're getting. I know what, I know, I know because you have to dig in the toilet and, and dig the money out of the poop. I get how you're saying this is a shitty deal for you. But before I came out to you and said, hey, Stan, I shat on some money in here and I'm going to split it with you. Did you have a chance at 7,000 euro? Yes. Because, okay. So did you flush this down the shatter? Did you know this was going to happen, Stan?
0: I had nothing to do with this. I, I, Stan, you
1: work at First National Bank where the money's, I mean, we're over here at the coffee shop next door and I did not chat money. I didn't chat $37,000 out, Stan.
0: There's got to be something in there with your tight ass.
1: Okay, well, I guess you're not going to dig it out. I'll go get it myself. All right, bye.
0: And this is why no one listens to Sharon. Altogether, authorities estimated that about 100,000 euros worth of cash, which was sadly cut up into pieces, was sent to a watery, shit-ridden grave.
1: Um... So, all of it was cut up? Did, I mean, like They're estimating 100000 That means somebody got a bunch of money out there not talking about. Is that the guy that moved that you were talking about at the beginning of the story?
0: Well, police quickly found the culprits. Two Spanish women who admitted to cutting up and flushing the bills. Yet, the case remains a mystery. As both women refused to explain why they did it, naturally the police immediately suspected they were dealing with dirty money. Well, dirtier
1: money. <laughs> Get it. Where's Manuel on this? Did man, hey, Manuel, are you here?
0: See?
1: Uh Manuel, um, I know, don't take offense to this, so don't, okay, there's a story in the news where apparently two Spanish women uh, flushed up some money, or cut up some money, flushed in some toilets. Do you know anything about it? I mean, do you know the women? I mean, I know that's a vague. Spanish, two Spanish, one. You just seem to know a lot of Spanish women.
0: I think they were, they were cleaning in the hotel. Okay. And then they found a mattress. Okay. That had the uh, mucho dinero. Okay. And they did not know what to do, so they, they got out their scissors. Okay. And they cut it up and they flushed.
1: (sighs) Now, Manuel, I know you still run the helpline. Did the women call you and ask for advice before they did this? Because this seems like only something Manuel would do.
0: They they did
1: ask for help. Okay.
0: I uh, suggested uh, uh, do not flush it, just cut it up and put it on taco.
1: Okay. Yeah, that well, yeah, that would make sense. Or keep it and give it to people. Did that cross anybody's mind in this scenario?
0: Not so much.
1: Okay. Well, that's true. You got all that taco money. You don't even think You don't realize euro money is real money. It's not like Monopoly money. That actually is real money. Did you know that? No. Okay, well that makes sense. <laughs> uh Manuel, thanks for stopping by.
0: See? Naturally, the police immediately suspected they were dealing with Okay, I already read that uh However, while U.S. law makes it a crime to destroy money in Switzerland, it's technically not illegal to put your money where opposite of your mouth is. Okay. So they've yet to be charged with any wrongdoing except for clogging up a toilet like a monster.
1: So did did they prove that the money was missing from the bank? Or, I mean, did, did, we don't know. I mean, it just happened to be that it was at a bank, $100,000 shows up flushed. I'm so confused.
0: Well, it clogged up the bank, clogged up, the uh, nearby Yeah, nearby
1: toilets. So like they, uh, we thought, fl- hey, go next door and start throw, flushing some of it down there. Yeah, just go buy another coffee. Yeah, you gotta, you've bought seven coffees. You have to use the bathroom.
0: Senor, this one's clogged. I'll go next door.
1: All right. Yeah. Go, yes. Go to the taco place. They're going to understand you're using the bathroom multiple times. It makes perfect sense. Um, uh, so hundred thousand dollars Euro flushed. If you're in, where was that at again?
0: Yeah, uh, Switzerland.
1: So if you're in Switzerland, uh, check your toilets. I mean, check your toilets. I always do. I mean, I know that's a weird thing to talk about, but after I poop, I have this natural thing. I just turn around and check it out, make sure like a snake didn't come up or.
0: Well, I've watched the Dreamcatcher, so I always check.
1: Okay. I don't know what the reference in reference of of referencing that is.
0: Well it's the aliens that uh, shoot up your bum and Okay, take over okay, your so body. dream
1: okay. I thought you were talking about the uh No,
0: the movie Dreamcatcher. Okay,
1: I thought you were talking about the great uh Indian classic Dreamcatcher. No?
0: Is that that dots or feathers.
1: Uh feathers. Like dream because they okay. make those dream catchers and there's like a Yeah, okay. So but now I get where you're going with it. Right. What else you got for me, buddy?
0: Uh, More Spanish. Uh Uh-oh. Spanish police found 8,000 pounds of stolen oranges stuffed into some cars. Uh, I want more. It's hard to imagine how much 8,000 pounds really is. Hold on
1: real quick. Does this tie back into the frozen iguanas thing? Okay, go.
0: It's hard to imagine how much 8,000 pounds really is. One elephant, a billion Cheetos, or as it turns out, about three cars' worth of oranges. In January 2018, a routine traffic stop led Spanish police to uncover some rather zesty contraband. Stuffed inside of two cars and van were over 8,000 pounds of stolen oranges. Officers noticed the vehicles driving very close together in the middle of the night, so they decided to stop them and check for shenanigans.
1: Would be a good stop. (laughs) <laughs> I they, they were probably right to make this stop.
0: Are they talking about the restaurant with all the memorabilia?
1: Uh, what's that one place, you know, the shenanigans?
0: <laughs> this causes the cars to speed off, resulting in a very short chase.
1: <laughs> yeah, 8,000 pounds. You're not going very fast. <laughs> uh, there were, real quick, I had some eyewitnesses on the scene. Let's see what they said about it.
2: Kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything. In the house, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket.
1: So apparently it was scary, so I'm not sure uh, where they were at the scene, but that was on the scene.
0: Of course the cops are trained to be ready for everything when stopping a car, but when they asked these guys to roll open their windows, they probably weren't excited to be hitting in the face with a clown's car worth of oranges.
1: So was the were they packed in so tight the oranges were flailing at them?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and they, and they roll, roll the windows and all, <laughs> they see, <laughs> all they see is oranges rolling <laughs> out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was the back window.
1: Um, Sir, may I offer you an orange? <laughs> orange, you gonna ask me about them.
0: Orange, you glad you don't have scurvy? <laughs>
1: Orange, you glad you're not riding with me.
0: Five people were arrested in connection with the theft. At first, the thieves insisted that they had obtained this unreasonable amount of oranges fair and square, claiming they had come from a very far away and had been stopping and collecting oranges along the way. Like they were on a picnic that got out of hand. Suspicious of the dumbest of explanations, police quickly discovered that the oranges had in fact been stolen from the shipment in the city, which leaves one question. Shouldn't they have been in crates? Um, Did they take them out of the crates to maximize orange carrying capacity? Okay. Where were they going to sell loose oranges? All right. We have several questions.
1: I was going to say, all great questions, all answered by, back to your first story about the iguanas, okay? I knew they were going to relate. The guy that got bit by the iguanas found out he had a good car for hauling frozen stuff. Found out he wanted something that when thawed, possibly didn't bite you. Automatically, you start hauling oranges. Because yeah. you go from frozen iguanas to oranges. And you know.
0: Yeah, they just woke up, so they're they're hangry.
1: Well, and you know that, you know, a crate, you can't get in a car very well, you know, even, but if you put them in there loose, you could just pile them in and then like you get sitting in there and your buddy's putting them in through the window to finish that thing up. You roll up that window, pack that thing tight. So, I mean, it's actually not good for unloading, not good for, you know, overall, but great for transport space savings.
0: That's a great plan until you get 1,400 oranges underneath your brake pedal.
1: That's – okay, you're true, but that's where you just keep one of the frozen iguanas stuffed on each side of that to keep from – and then even if they wake up, they're kind of trapped in there by oranges, so they can't really go nowhere.
0: Oh, the iguana dam. Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's the old iguana dam of 74. I mean, that's a – everybody knows about that. Um, From MSN, I've got – uh. I want to, th- me and Conrad like to play this game. So it, it's like top 20 shows, top 10, top five. We turn it into what the fuck? Like, I haven't seen this. Have you seen this? Why is it a top? So these are shows. Um, this is a little different, but these are freshman series in danger of being canceled. And we'll say whether we've seen them or not and then make up probably why they've been canceled or not. Um, the first show, Happy Together, um, a highly promoted guest appearance by Damon Wayne's Jr., real life father. Damon Wayne's failed to move the frictional ratings uh, Oh, fractional ratings uh, needle. So it looks like that's going to go away.
0: Is that the one where he plays a divorce lawyer?
1: I don't think so. It, I don't even know. It looks like so. It's got Damon Wayne's Jr. 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 <laughs> so like not a funny one or that nobody's ever heard of doing a show. Okay, I see why it got canceled. Next. Uh and apparently uh rail R real, r e l. Rail real. I don't know what rail real real rail r e l. What does that spell? Rail. Rail. Uh despite a promising NFL boosted bow in September, a little rail um T- Tittler comedy has been and see or has been seen. Its season one fortunes quickly fade. That's not written very well. Uh, it's seen its fortunes fade. Um, the recent episode had 1.2 million viewers. Uh, I'd like to have 1. point. You know what scares me about that? Turn around and you'll get to see what I guess everything you need to know about the show that's getting that's the one about the divorce lawyer right 1.2 million views and it's going away hey anybody out there listening or watching r e l um we still have a show that's not getting canceled and uh we'll talk about divorce uh whatever you want so listen uh the next show and okay they're not all black comedies You're i feel
0: getting divorced for the show that's implication. That would make three shows
1: in a row that referencing me getting divorced has come up. So, yes, um, (laughs) I feel bad. Uh, The harshly reviewed sitcom has been a ratings disappointment, regularly squandering its already modest will and grace lead-in. It will forego a season two. It looks like it's going away. It didn't give me any description of it. so It's got a dude and a baby and a Hispanic wife. I can't see why you wouldn't watch it. Uh, this one, I'm kind of sad. I watched an episode of it. It's actually kind of decent. I don't think he's got... So, it's the Alec Baldwin show. And have you ever watched Between Two Ferns? Yeah. So, he's kind of trying to go for that type of... or like the old school two chairs on a stage, one interview, not a lot else going on. Just kind of keep everything in the interview, not having a background, not having anything. I think it's a cool concept because like oh, meet the writer's circle or whatever that old show used to be, and there was like a bunch of the old shows used to be that kind of thing. And even maybe if it was four guys, they just had four chairs kind of facing each other in an open room without nothing to distract you from the conversation. So I kinda like it and plus out of any bald one that I'll watch beside Billy, Arnold, Jackson, Tito, and Raul, um, Alex, probably my favorite bald one. Um, I loved him in, uh, I don't even know any movie that he was in. So, he plays a pretty good Trump character. Um, that's about it. I know he's in a lot of stuff. He was in Wreck and Parks and Rec, yeah. and he was in something else, but. So that's going away. Apparently, low ratings. Um, apparently, everybody that tuned in for the first episode didn't come back because I think they just expected him to be doing the Trump the whole time or they expected it was Billy to be up there talking about Trump. I'm not sure. So that didn't go good. Um and the last show, the Murphy Brown show. Um I'm an admitted old school Murphy Brown watcher. I used to watch it. It was I mean, you didn't have a lot of channels, so I think it was kind of forced on you. Um and then I think it also on the channel I watched in Rose Hill at nine o'clock to I think it was the Murphy Brown started at eleven. It was four episodes of Married with Children. And then it went to Murphy Brown for two episodes and then I think it was News Radio or the one with uh Joe Rogan. Do you know you have a he had a, a podcast? Did you know Joe Rogan had a podcast? Uh who? Thank you. Um, (laughs) um, so I watched a lot of Murphy Brown growing up. I did try to catch uh, like five minutes of one episode. I didn't want Murphy Brown back. I think it was one of those shows that went away for a reason. It was a good show in its time, uh, went way too political for now's time. Um, so that's why I
0: never watched it. I was, I was more, uh, more into the sci-fi kind of stuff with, uh, Star Trek next generation.
1: See, I watched a lot of that, too, and you're right. Those did fight time slots. I think, even at a young age, comedy took hold of me more than sci-fi. Don't get me wrong. I watched some of that. I never was. I was into the next generation Star Trek. I liked Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah. I wasn't and- a Captain Kirk guy until later in life when I realized he was hilarious. Um Right. So, but I still never got way deep into it. I was always comedy i laugh you know or sports um stuff i thought
0: it was funny because of the uh, stupid decisions that they would make
1: on the show on star trek yeah yeah they made a lot of stupid decisions
0: like oh well let's help them like
1: no they said they want to kill us we should help them anyway
0: they're covered with horns and thorns and sharp teeth on their fingertips
1: yeah but that was for the people on their ship with them that were on their crew And that was the nice thing about the the inner Starship Enterprise um, was
0: they were integrated.
1: They were. They were definitely the original, diverse workplace. I mean, there was not room for racism there. There wasn't room for planetarism there. There wasn't room for sexism because I think there was like a, a chick. You know, and this is back in the day, which I get it. It's about the future, but it's still back in the day. And even then they've seen chicks could be in some semi-power positions
0: also part of the comedy with it. that uh...
1: <laughs> I know. So I was trying to fill Conrad's role there with that. that you're supposed to – so normally, that's where I said this is going to be harder because you're going to agree with me on a lot of things to where me and Conrad would maybe automatically argue. And even if I agree with him, just because I know it pisses him off, I like to automatically argue. I know pisses him off. I know it throws him off. I like to automatically argue. So uh, Murphy Brown's going away. Sorry, everybody that was hooked like I am. Uh, we'll have to find another reboot. Uh, looks like Roseanne reboots not doing that great either. Uh, Skin Man's got another story for me, but real quick, I did have a reaction from some people on the street to the Murphy Brown cancellation. So
2: I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything. I, in the house, I'm I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. So
1: apparently, uh, I don't know if they interviewed the same people from the orange thing or they just got some more people in there that, you know, same reaction. So what's your next story?
0: Cops in Scotland had a 45-minute standoff with a stuffed tiger.
1: Real quick, I did have a reaction um, from some people on the scene. um, And so we'll play the reaction before you do the story, and then we'll see how fitting it is.
2: I just kept hearing it. I am ducking and everything. In the house, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket.
1: Okay, now let's see if that fits.
0: Late one night, Bruce Grubb. ah, That sounds Scottish. Bruce
1: Grubb. Okay, of the worms.
0: A Scottish farmer went to check (laughs) on his pregnant cows. Okay. And got the fright of his life, wandering down to the cow shed. Most people call it a barn, but I guess in Scotland... In Scotland, Scotland it's it a, a cow, shed. cow shed. Yeah, they have
1: a milk shed, a cow shed. A house shed? Yeah. I'm going to the sleeping shed.
0: let check on the herd. Grubb caught sight of something altogether unexpected for a rural Scotland. A tiger. In the barn. Well, now it's a barn. I thought it was a cow shed.
1: Oh, so hold on. Start over. A tiger in the cow shed sounds so much better. So start back from... A tiger and then go.
0: A tiger in the cow shed with his cows. The tiger wasn't attacking them, just lying on his side like some feline grim reaper waiting to pounce at the big moment.
2: I'm ducking and everything. In the house I'm I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket. Oh, it's a tiger.
0: Naturally Grub called the police. Figuring his local animal shelter wouldn't have been big enough butterfly net.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing. Hey, uh, hey Paul. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Ricky down here at the cow shed. Uh, do you got a net big enough for a tiger? Did you say a bloaty tiger? Yeah, do you got a net big enough for a tiger? That kind of do it. Um, who would I call, uh, to snatch a tiger? uh i imagine the uh the
0: military military would have a- can
1: i explain this to you again i go down to check on my cows and my cow shit. are they still there the yeah the cows seem to be there they seem to be fine they seem to be fine uh but i did find a tiger laying there with them a wee bit it's a it's a wee big tiger and i know when i say we it makes you think small but it's not it's a wee big tiger uh so a wee real big tiger um I actually think it's tagged on it. I have I got a tag. I'm gonna shh, real quick. I'm gonna get up to it. But don't don't yell, okay? Cause I don't wanna wake it up. It's not awake yet, okay? It's got it's tagged. Hold on. It's got a brand on it. Have you the hold have, on? It's got a brand. It says, "Property of Joe Exotic," ah, uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Holy shit! We've got one of Joe's tigers. I
0: guess a tiger really can swim. Do you have the, uh, do you have the proper paperwork for a tiger?
1: I, it's not my tiger. It's not my tiger at all. Oh. I, I I told you I come down to my cow shed and there was a tiger. No, it's a tiger shed now. Yeah, well that's true. But I mean, there's more cows in my cow shed than there is tigers right currently. So for the currently really right now, it would still be a cow shed. Like my milk shed, I got lots of milk in there. Okay. And my wife shed. That's where I keep my wife, okay? And when I'm tired, I go up to my sleeping shed, okay? So I'm pretty sure I know that this is a cow shed that the tiger is sleeping in. Do you have the license and paperwork for your tiger shed? I, yeah, I don't have a tiger shed. I don't think you're understanding me. Can you send anybody down to get the tiger out of my fucking cow shed or not?
0: Uh, it's land,
1: so I can't really call the Navy. Stan, listen to me, you son of a bitch. Get down here with your little pickup truck, okay? Get your kickers and your nilt. Skip it up. Call Paul, your fucking lover we all know about, and get over here, and we're going to get this wee fucking tiger out of my cow shit. When you say wee tiger, is it a cub? No, it's a wee big tiger. Like, it's probably 300... That's probably 500 pounds. I'm not going to lie. It's a big fucking tiger. It's awake now. Um... It's awake, and it's very pissed off. Um, I don't know what to do. I'm... I'll send you a wee bigger net. Uh, could you send some help my way? I i think... I don't think I'm going to make it. Uh, there's a good chance it's, uh... Yeah, it's its coming after me. Uh, yep, that's... It's chewing uh, on my leg. Uh... Hmm. Yeah. That's, gonna... Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's. Okay. No. That, that that was that wasn't my leg. That wasn't my leg at all. That's that's weird how that works. That wasn't my leg. That was actually a friend of mine's leg. I mean, it yeah. he, he, he wasn't attached to him. Do you have the pro- proper proper paperwork on this leg? Ah, uh, hold on. He's back. I uh, don't think. Uh, oh, there he is. Yep. That now he's on my leg now. Okay. He's, yep. <laughs> ah. Ah. Yep. No. Okay. Still not my leg. Okay. So I don't know where that leg came from. I'm. I'm gonna have to. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't explain that leg. Uh, right.
0: What. What you need to do is get on Amazon. Okay. And get a wee bigger net. Okay.
1: How? Now listen. Okay. How do I go to this Amazon you speak of? Um. Do I go through some sort of link or something? Well, get get on the interwebs. Okay. Do we have the interwebs? Okay. Yeah. The one that I search. Uh. Exotic TV. Joe Exotic TV. Okay, that same one. Okay.
0: Right. So, you get on the conradandjackshow.com. Okay, that's where everybody goes. There's a banner up top. Okay, Amazon. Amazon.
1: Do they have Now click Wee Big Tiger Net.
0: That's what you need. They
1: keep coming up with small ones, mate. I'm typing in Wee Big Tiger Net and they're showing me little tiny tiger nets. Why? Uh get off of the uh Adult erotica. Okay, now I'm I'm back on to just Amazon, and I'm typing in wee big tiger net. And they're small. Why are they small?
0: Well, the the pictures the pictures on your screen are are not life size. Oh, they are not actual.
1: Okay, I'm gonna order the wee big tiger net. That should help you. Okay, I'm gonna order Joe Exotic wee big tiger net hashtag free Joe. And I'll
0: I'll be down at the pub trying to get more help. Send your way.
1: Okay. God damn it, he's back. <laughs> ah, yep. That's still not my leg. I don't know where these legs are coming from. I, they must have got them from the leg the leg shed.
2: Okay.
0: Naturally, Greg called the police. Figuring his local animal shelter wouldn't have a big enough butterfly net. Uh, taking his odd ramblings about tigers very seriously. An armed police unit and several vehicles. Oh, it's back.
2: We,
1: yep, it's back. It's got, nope, still not my leg. Oh, sorry, I'll leave you alone. No, that's not my leg. That's just another one from the the leg shed over there. And <laughs> took up
0: positions outside the tiger shed. I, I threw that in. the tiger shed it just says shed but
1: i like it after i got it i
0: got it i'm laughing a very chill tiger the officials started calling nearby wildlife parks to ask if someone happened to be short one giant man-eating tiger after trying 45 minutes
1: and uh ben you guys missing a tiger over at your zoo nope okay thanks uh any other zoos locally that i could call do you know any other? you know, local tiger owners that may be missing. Okay,
0: facts that over. Thanks. I didn't know that there was uh, uh, paperwork that uh, people could just go
1: and get tigers willy nilly. Uh, apparently, yeah, the same site you pick up sloths from, um, you can get a tiger. So it works out. I, I, I don't know how it works. Um, okay. After
0: trying 45 minutes, an irritated grub drove his pickup truck.
1: Sorry, I got a fax. I think they're sending over the list of the zoos that would have tigers. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Drove his pickup truck up to the big cat to kindly ask if it could go away. However, when he got close enough, it dawned on the 24-year-old farmer that the tiger was in fact stuffed. Not the kind that once had a family but then got very intimate with a taxidermist, but a full-on cuddly, wuddly toy teddy tiger.
1: Uh, yeah, Stan, Um am calling back. Uh, I don't need the net. I don't need the net. I got the tiger myself.
0: Oh, you went in with your bare hands.
1: Yeah, I got it. I got it myself. Uh, I'm not going to. Yeah, it... I kicked. I crushed it so easy. It was like it was a stuffed animal. I mean, I literally went in there, and I fucking ripped its stuffing right out of it. And you would think, like, a tiger's going to bleed a lot. Tigers are white inside. Did you know that? Stan, did you know tigers are white inside? It
0: was a stuffed animal, you silly git.
1: Oh, no, this was real. It was a real one. It was real. It was real. Oh, you're full of shite. No, it was real. Listen here, watch. Oh, there it is again. It's coming at my... I'm going to get it. Ah! No 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 my fucking fuck ah, I ripped some more of its stuffing out. It's none left in now. It's none left.
0: I recognize that sound. Did did your wife get out the wife shed?
1: Uh that was my wife. You got to me. <laughs> you did. She's just making sounds. It was a stuffed one, you got me, I was wrong the whole time. I was smoking on some of that crazy hay that old Leonard brought by and I thought it was a real tiger. You know, funny story? I bought the tiger for my wife as a gift. I forgot I put it in there. <laughs> it's the fucking, it's the shittiest thing ever. And now I ripped it all up. It's fucking, I ripped its white stuffing out of it. It's dead. Well, hey, real quick, just so you know, the cows in the cow shit are fine.
0: <laughs> Somewhat Um
1: We did have uh, a, a couple guys on scene, though, that did witness the whole thing. And I wanted to go to their reaction real quick.
2: I just hearing it. I'm ducking and everything, in the house. I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket.
1: All right. So see these, they thought it was real too. So they must have got some of Leonard's stuff too. They were a hundred percent convinced that that was real. Um, did you have anything else good for us? Skin man. I had, uh, one other little story. Um, and then I had. Kind of uh some real life stuff I meant to start out with um the other yeah, day yeah, go ahead the other day uh I so saw this is kind of where I need you. I know what Conrad's answer would be, but I need your I feel bad, okay so i you know i I've been running lately uh I walk my dog after work, we've had this conversation, my dog's always ready to go for a walk. Now he starts running with me. Uh, Saturday, halftime of the Michigan game, um, I decided I'd, we're going to go for a walk. Uh, the dog been bugging me. We'll go just once or twice around real quick. Takes 20 minutes or whatever. Game was going pretty good. Uh, so we go walking. Get about four houses down. See the door open. See the Rottweiler come fucking out at 150 mile an hour um i've been doing some recent running so i've got a i don't know like a groin or inner i need to talk to e about it um i don't know if it's just a normal running issue but i've got some pain going on so i was kind of afraid to open it up because i got a big race coming up in a couple days uh well 10 days or so um so i did i didn't want to mess something up to where i couldn't do it
0: you're and, wearing that you're wearing that yank again aren't
1: you i was <laughs> But I took off sprint running, so this dog kind of slows up, and then I'm so fucking pissed at this point. I'm 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 like, fuck this. This is the third time this dog's chased me, okay? It's chased my wife, it's chased multiple neighbors. So I'm kinda of pissed. So I turn around and I scream at the guy, and by this time the dog's held up, it's up there barking at me. It's an older guy. Um he says, Hold on, wait there. Uh I did yell down the road, I swear to fucking god, one day I'm gonna kill that fucking dog. Um if you know me, I'm a vegetarian. I'm a kind of an animal lover. I think there's people should die before animals. Um, so I, I don't really mean that when I say it, but I'm very angry. So I, I'm debating. I go in the house. I'm gonna cool off. If I see this guy right now, I'm gonna go off on him. But then I know he's. I look out my back door and I see he's walking down to my house. So I just I lose it. I grab the dog. I wasn't done walking anyway. We go taking off back down that way, and he's waiting there, and then he bends over to try to pet my uh, my dog, and I fucking went off. I said, don't you touch my motherfucking dog. And I said, Tank, come here, sit. And Tank just sat down beside me, and he's still kind of bent over. And he said, excuse me? And I said, anybody that can't control their dog doesn't deserve to touch my dog. And so, okay, dickhead move number one. And he said, what the fuck is your problem? And he goes, in, and then he sets off and he says, and if you threaten me ever again, you're going to have major problems. And I said, what was the threat, sir? And I, he said, down the road, you said, I'm going to kill that dog someday. And he said, that dog's everything to me. And I said, okay, well, I do apologize. I'm an animal lover. And he said, and then he continues to go. I'll take you to court. uh you want to do this? And I said, listen here, shut the fuck up to begin with. I'm just out trying to walk and your fucking dog chases me down. I did nothing wrong. I'm not starting no fights with nobody. I'm not going by your house, yelling at your dog and throwing stuff. And he says, he turns again to blame it on me. And he says, well, if you had better, a better timing, or if you had any sort of plan that you stayed on, we wouldn't have this problem. He said, but you just walk your dog whenever you think you want to. Some (laughs) of us, some of us have schedules. And he goes, and you've really messed my schedule up for the last year. And I said, excuse me? And he said, I go out to check my mail. And he started going off on his what his schedule was. And I, and I sat there, and I kind of, after I, there's a little more goes on I'll go into. But after I, I, I sat back and realized it, I kind of realized, one, this guy's probably a serial killer, and I've really probably set my family up for some bad stuff. But two, that's all this guy has is his schedule and his dog. And so two things that I've done without even knowing it. I've attacked the center of this guy's life. I've attacked his schedule. which no, is No,
0: you've threatened.
1: Okay. But in his view, it's an attack because all summer I've oh, been – Oh, it's a
0: verbal attack.
1: No, but all summer I've been attacking his schedule by just walking by whenever I want, by not doing it at a specific time. Now, granted, Monday through Friday, it's pretty much scheduleized because it's right when I get home from work, and now I've only got about a 25-minute window before it's pitch black. So right. it's, it's a real good – time window now. But on the weekends, you're right. I just kind of go whenever I want. Um, huh. I know, crazy. So I, I just said, but you know, and I said, he said, I make every precaution. And I said, well, here's the one precaution you should make, you stupid motherfucker. I said, your dog likes to run out and t- attack people. And he said, it'll never attack somebody. Its mission is to take your dog out. And I said, that dog touches my dog. I'm going to fuck it up. And I said, how about that? No, skip that. Your dog's too important to you. Your dog touches my dog. I'm going to fuck you up. And I said, fuck this. I said, I'm not violent. I'm not here to be mean. I'm not here to be a dickhead. But I've came up to you. I tried to walk out to you. And yes, you're right. I did come to you angry because I just got chased by a freaking 200 pound Rottweiler. I'm sorry. But I came to you to see what your answer was within your answer. You haven't given it me yet because all you've done is blame me for not following your schedule. Not knowing when you're going to let your dog out on me. And and he's I, I don't get it. Right. And he says, uh. Well, you threatened my dog. And he goes right back into it. You threatened my dog again. We're going to court. And I said, dude, I'll see you in court. I've talked to every neighbor around here. Everybody in the neighborhood has been attacked by you or or ran from your dog. Right. And he goes, yeah, well, they should get off my property. And I said, are we on your property right now? And we're about six houses from his, three houses. This is where your dog ended up when we stopped running from it. I said, dude, I don't want to do anything to your dog. I don't want to do anything to you. I would never wanted to meet you. Right if you could just have your dog on a leash when you open up the thing so he can't run out and attack people anymore, we're great. And then he start, he goes again, and I turn around, and I said, sir, I'm done. And I tried to walk off, and he said, "Uh, and this is where he won, okay? So this is where, now I'm still debating whether to go apologize because you've seen I've been way meaner to him by far. He ha- He was fairly calm through the whole thing, kept threatening legal action, kept whatever, but he was pretty calm. But I said, sir, I'm done talking to you. We're not getting anywhere. If your dog comes out after me we're going to have problems. That's the end of it. And he said, uh, you, he went right back in the thing and I said, all right, dumbass. And he said, I'm not a dumbass on pull walk. What do you, where do you go from there? That's like, you know, what are you going to do about it? Like when somebody says, what are you going to do about it? If you can't do anything about it, that's the end of a conversation. Right. That's one of the old, like when you were growing up, and your big brother, or if you had a, I don't know where, where you were on the totem pole. Like if my group of friends, most of my groups of friends growing up, I was kind of the dominator. I was kind of the tough guy, I guess. Right. And not to say that my group of friends was a tough group. They were a bunch of pussies, which made me the tough guy. If we were in a group of tough guys, I probably wasn't the tough guy. Um, so it's not, I'm not trying to say I'm tough. I'm just trying to say, I picked the pussiest friends I could. That way I would be the tough guy. Um, So, you know, I don't know where you fell in like that, you know, totem pole of, of tough, you know, guys. But, uh, where was I going with this? I lost it. I don't know. I lost it. I'm intrigued though. Well, I lost it. I lost it for now. God dang it. I had a whole little thing there. But though there's certain things that, yeah, you just can't come back from. So when you were growing up and say your big brother took something from you and what even, yeah, what are you going to do about it? You could say I'm gonna tell mom I'm gonna do all this, but it's summertime. It's ten o'clock. Your mom don't come home till four. He's responsible for your lunch. He's responsible for your well-being. And he says, "What are you gonna do about it?" You just turn around and go sit down. Or that bolt, you know, that, that dude, right. that friend of yours that you knew, no matter what, you couldn't kick his ass. You could do whatever you wanted, but he was gonna fuck you up. And you know, he got something or whatever you wanted, and he just looked at you and said, "What are you gonna do about it?" Right. That's how I felt. This guy, I said. And not because after, after I said you're a dumbass, I was getting ready to just go off on him again because he went right back into the threatening legal action on me. And I've done nothing wrong. I've walked by his house and been – I mean, this dog – you've seen the dog. It's that one that's about to break through the glass every time we drive down that trailer right. there. I mean, it's fucking psycho. And I even mentioned something about that. I'm like, that dog is psycho. And he goes, it's not psycho. It's uh, protective. And I said, there's a big difference between protective and aggressive. I'm protective of my family. Right now, I'm being aggressive because I just about got attacked. Right. <laughs> There's a difference. If you come at my family, you're going to see a whole different protective, you know? So that's where I was going. There's just certain things you can't come back from. Right. And I'm not a dumbass. I'm a pull-lock. but Because you're right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that about the Polak people, growing up, a, you know, a black guy, a white guy, and a Polak went into a bar. Usually, the moral of the story was either racist toward the black guy or s- dumbest toward the Polak. Right. You know, uh, black guy, a white guy, and a Polak are going into the desert. They each get to bring one thing. Uh, white guy says, uh, I'll bring fruit so we don't starve. Black guy says, I'll bring water so we don't drown. Polak says, I'll bring a car door so we can roll down the window when it gets hot. You know, that's the example of a funny joke. Right. Uh, a black guy, a Mexican, and a white guy. Uh, go up to see the devil, and uh they all have to accost for their sins. Um The devil says, uh, put your penis in my hand. If it melts, then you're guilty and you go to hell. If it doesn't melt, you get to go up to heaven. White guy goes up, uh puts his penis in the hand, melts. Ah, you're going to hell. Mexican goes up, penis right in the hand, melts right away. Ah, black guy goes up there. Slaps that thing in his hand. Uh, doesn't do anything. Devil's squeezing on it and just... <laughs> and he goes, what is going on? And he goes, chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hands. You know, that's an example of, you know, a, like a other way leaning joke. So I just wanted to give you a, you know, because I had to cover up the Pollock and the black thing. I just wanted to cover all angles there. But I didn't right. really go racist with it. I mean, because I don't, I don't do racist. I do humor but i i get that there's racists geared that way so right. that was more of a chocolate joke
0: yeah you could have went archie bunker with it and you chose not to so
1: yeah no i don't see i don't there's plenty of opportunities for that and i think that's a, a a debate me and conrad have me and a lot of people have in comedy because i think there's a certain side of stuff that is funny and can be funny and then a certain side of it pushing it too far uh, what else you got for me, Skin Man? We're probably going to do one more story. I did real quick have a reaction um, to my fight with my neighbor. I went and interviewed a couple neighbors uh that happened to be on the front porch watching when this happened. So I'm going to play you their, how what their retake of it was.
2: I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything. I, in the house, I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket.
1: So you could see that they, I mean, it was a pretty, it was intense. Never just, Nevertheless, it was intense. Right. So what do you got for me?
0: Thieves stole a minivan with a dead body inside.
1: <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs>
0: um, okay, go. <laughs> if you're going to do something as dangerous as stealing a car, you need to have a plan. Case out the vehicle, know who you're stealing from, have a getaway plan, awesome criminal stuff. And if you really want to tick off all the boxes, you should probably also check to make sure there aren't any corpses in the trunk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Actually, uh, this just in, that's number one from now on on the list before I'm stealing something.
0: Earlier this year, an employee of Affordable Cremation
1: Solutions? Cremation. Cremations. I'm probably going to say cremation. I'm not a reader either, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with cremation,
0: affordable cremation okay.
1: solutions. Okay. As opposed to uh... Uh, expensive cremation solutions, are our fucking counterpart. Don't go over there; it's right in the name of their thing.
0: They're expensive. Come on out to cheap as hell, light them on fire. Yeah, cheap as hell, burn them up in the back pit. <laughs> Had to quickly drop some paperwork off when he jumped out of his 2006 Honda Odyssey. Nice car. I was going to
1: say, he's doing pretty good.
0: He left the doors unlocked and the engine running. Okay. That's uh, strike two, actually.
1: Yeah, that actually falls into your fault.
0: After all, why would anyone in the right mind want to steal a crematorium car with a dead body in the back seat?
1: Correct. Well, actually, I can name four reasons. Three of them that don't involve necrophilia. Hold on. Four reasons. One that does not involve necrophilia. Uh, The one that does not involve necrophilia, real quick, always wanted to play uh, Weekend at Bernie's in real life. You know, plain and simple. Who has not had that fantasy?
0: Well, that explains your tattoo with the purple wings. Thank you. But he came out just in time to see his van leaving without him which either meant he'd been carjacked or the zombie apocalypse had started. And there's actually
1: a possibility for both.
0: Police immediately started looking for the car thief slash involuntary body snatcher.
1: Okay, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Regrettably. Uh, Possible
1: necrophiliate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just throwing it out there. These are all possibilities.
0: Regrettably, the thief didn't seem in the mood for some wonderfully morbid weekend Bernie's style hijinks with the corpse, and police quickly found the minivan abandoned in the front of an auto parts store. Oh, there's nobody in here. I think I'm
1: going to steal this minivan. Let's hop in. Let's get it, man. This is ours. I really thought that a crematory thing would sound a lot different than this, but I kind of like that it's, they actually put it on an ATV. I mean, they're saving money. It's affordable. I mean, this is how they be, this is how they're affordable.
0: All right. Let's go, uh, let's go visit some ditch people.
1: All right. Um, so they, they found it. Yeah. And, um, the dead guy was still there, Yeah. which is always a benefit. Um, you don't want to find a stolen crematorium vehicle without the body that it was stolen with. Yeah. If you find it like the the rims missing and the body's still there you're good. If you find it and everything's intact but the body's gone, who do you report that to?
0: I'm not sure why they uh, dressed up the corpse like a clown.
1: Though. Uh this is Paul at State Farm. Uh yeah, so your car was stolen. We we returned it back to you and 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 fine shape, sir. What's yeah, the problem? But,
0: well, the problem is um there was a guy in the in the back seat that I was supposed to burn up.
1: Okay, hold on, real quick. Uh, was the guy alive or dead?
0: Oh, he was already dead.
1: Uh, supposed to be though, right? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. So what's the problem? I mean, we got your car back. Um, we did see that you know you you turned it in. You had a scratch on the side. We're gonna take care of that. So what what's what's your claim, sir?
0: Um, the corpse was dressed up like a clown.
1: Okay, that that okay um sir i'm gonna I hate to tell you this okay
0: could could uh, could your investigators try and find the suit
1: that the guy was in? sir, we have the suit, and we have your body, but there's a problem. you didn't have the pro- proper paperwork when you filed your claim, you filed it right here I, I'm reading your policy sir you have
0: I filled out a q twenty eight
1: yep, sir I'm reading your policy, okay, right here it says martin Van Stein. Okay. Owner of Affordable Creations. Cremations. Sorry. See how I did that? They, they do look similar. Um, but you right here, you filed 2012 Ford Arrow body mover. Okay. You filed scratch on the side. Stolen. You wanted some money back for the miles. Apparently they put 36,000 miles on this in three days. I'm not sure how they did that. Seems like that's, I should have struck you for that, because that doesn't seem right.
0: Um, well, first of all, it was a 2006 Odyssey. Uh,
1: sir? Okay, that that you do have that written there as well. You, you had scribbled out the the are other you, thing. Are you reading off of someone else's paperwork? Nope, nope. But you don't have anything about a dead body in here. So we, we couldn't return it. It's not yours. Uh, Could you have the original owner of the body come down and claim it? Um,
0: sir? Well, he's already there.
1: Sir, we have a policy. Okay, and
0: a, the the original owner of the body is there. Maybe sir, you should ask him these asinine questions.
1: Sir, I don't think you're even trying to understand me. Um, it. I got some paperwork. You can come down and fill out. Okay, I'll, I'll even give you the easy way out. Just come down and fill out the paperwork. Okay, I'll set him out back. You can just fucking pick him up out back. We won't just just fill out the paperwork. That yeah, it's ninety seven degrees outside. Uh, sir, I'm not gonna lie to you. I made a mistake. They they brought him in. They said, "This guy needs put on ice." Okay, we have two rooms right beside each other. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. One's an ice box. One's a sauna. (laughs) Sir, I put him in the wrong one.
0: (laughs) You want me to come down there, yeah, sir, and pick up some milky corpse? Uh, yeah, he's stewing in the sauna for the last three days.
1: Sir, it's bad. I accidentally set him right by the hot rocks too. Uh, one of his hands. Yeah, it's not good. Um, and to be honest with you, it's really gross in that sauna now. Um, so what I've done is I turned off the sauna. I'm smart. I'm not dumb. I mean, I know you'd think that originally because I put him in there. Okay, this guy's dumb. But listen, here's what I did. Turned on the air conditioning on high. Okay. I went in next door because we got a freezer. They're right next. You it's stupid. You should label one. Cold, hot. That would be a lot easier. You got get it. This one says sauna. That one says freezer. But if one just said cold and hot, it would make more sense. And I went in there, punched out the wall of the freezer.
0: Okay. Well, I turns I out there's so. another
1: problem with that. We actually had 14 bodies in the freezer one. And now the sauna heat is getting in the freezer. And this is horrible. I'm going to let you pick any body you want. I'm not going to lie. Just come down and pick out a body. Just fill out the goddamn. It's just paperwork. Right here under under ninety seven Chevy Caprice. Just sign your paperwork that we, we got your car right and that you're you're taking you're taking uh, Stanley's body. So
0: I will uh I'll send Jeb down there with uh twenty eight Homer buckets and a squeegee and go ahead, we'll get you uh we'll get you a good price okay. on the uh on the cremations, but you guys are gonna have to pay for it.
1: Okay. Um, real quick, I did have, I don't know, this is weird. We got a lot of eyewitness reports. I mean, this show. So there was actually some people that witnessed, um, the hijacking. And then they also witnessed apparently the transaction that I don't know. So oh, we'll just, they
2: were looking out the window. Yeah. Let's
1: just see what they had to say.
2: I just kept hearing it. I'm ducking and everything I, in the house. I'm, I got scared. I dropped my hot pocket.
1: Well, if anything, that is incitive. Uh, we had great eyewitness accounts all night. Um This was interesting to say the least. Um, I am not going to lie. I had a pleasure-filled... I'm um, going on hour and 15 minutes with everybody. Um This was... I'm going to call... I haven't... Decide when gonna name it but right now it's takeover this is a uh, skin man and casey takeover monday morning papers a uh, different variety on it different flavor um i do expect feedback from chris and pa if he can uh if i don't know if the smoke's gonna block his signal or not um but if if not give me smoke signals to tell me um, sorry, that's Steve in, in California. He's he's dealing with the fires. Chris in PA is not dealing with fires. Chris is gonna just let me know what he thought. Hopefully he enjoyed it. Um I'm gonna go out on some free music. Um because we're trying to stay as close as we can. I did have a, a sounder I was gonna go to early on with Skin Man. I want to see if it fits real quick. And now breaking news with Skin Man. I could have made that work. I don't know. Yeah. See, this show's a little different because it's got a hip hop feel to it, and I know you don't expect that from me and Conrad, but we are pretty hip hoppy sometimes. So, like, when the intro kicks in, and I'm like, "Paper boys, paper boys,
2: all about that paper boy,"
1: you know, like I just, and then sometimes from then we just uh. we get we get dang, we get gangster on the show. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I want to thank skin man for coming over and helping me. Um, welcome to come back to any Monday papers. We do enjoyed it. Uh, good stories.
0: Uh, Oh, I enjoyed being a, uh, co host
1: This was fun. We're going to do some more, even if it's not Monday papers. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen my tweet. I put out, um, on skin Man's show I've been working on. It's a man's world, um, with skin man. And, uh, Kind of just a show in my envision is him and me or him and Randy or him and whoever the hell he wants to come in, sit in and one, just kind of talk about shit. But two, in a man's world, I kind of want, you know, it's, 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 it's like that, uh, you know what grinds my gears? You know what buzzes my buzzer? You know, I kind of want to, I, if I picture it being a show like that where even maybe I come in here and kind of unload on all the things and then. Right. You can unload on your things, but also can give me the uh i'm not responsible for everybody's happiness right. and, and some of the the great uh classic skin manisms right um but I think there's always a opening for a grind my gear show, yeah because I tell people I do a podcast, and i mean i've i've been asked i mean I've probably told a thousand people i I help out a podcast, I do a podcast or whatever, like these games I play and all this, and one of my common responses is do you do anything like grind my gears or do you do anything? What? You know what makes me mad? You know what makes me so goddamn mad? You know? Um, so that was, I think my dog story would go into that. I've got oh, some yeah. traffic stories that would go into that. I've got some just every day in real life people stories. I got some wife stories, some kid stories, some, I mean, just some, I got some skin man stories. I got some Conrad story. you know, we all got some things. So thanks everybody. This is Monday papers. Uh, I guess in my case, don't let your hot pocket drop. Brighton and breakdown. Andrew Schill Thanks for listening. Paper boys, paper boys.
2: 1 2 3
1: SMS <laughs>